Pro Cannabis Media and PCM TV programming is supported by Revolutionary Clinics in Massachusetts, the number one medical dispensary where the patient comes first. And by Salient Systems for Video Surveillance. You've got regulations, Salient has solutions for your security needs. And by Accounting Buds, your number one accounting solution for the cannabis industry. And by TCP's Style Lighting Grow Kit, all you need to grow. Welcome back to the Green Rush. Green Rush is a two-hour weekly live cannabis business talk show work produced by pro cannabis media every friday from four to six eastern the show discusses new issues in the cannabis market and each week conducts a deep dive into specific topics in the industry this week we're talking about cannabis trade shows and events we're going to talk to jess tyler she's a senior vp of events and sales at mj biz and mj BizCon. and of course we got christopher smith publisher and host of the american cannabis report christopher thanks for being back with us Great to see you guys. How are you today? Good. Jess, thank you for being with us as well. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing pretty well. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. Yeah. So Jess, what do you got going on with uh, with the events these days? You're all things events, right? All things events. So um, MJ BizCon and all of the events we do throughout the year. Uh, that's my group. And um, we are rocking and rolling for November. Um, this year's MJ BizCon will be back at the Las Vegas Convention Center, November 15th to the 18th. And couldn't be happier. You know, we're coming out almost post-pandemic, looking like things are a little bit more normal this year and just can't wait to have everybody back together. It's a huge event. So uh, first time I went there was 2016. It was at the Rio. It okay. was large, but <laughs> I couldn't remember which room I went into. It was like four different rooms. And then you go yeah. in and some of them look the same. Now it's in a convention center. It takes about 15 minutes just to walk the perimeter. There's a thousand booths, 30,000 people. So this is something that takes a long time to produce and to, uh, to showcase, right? It's not just something that happens really quick. This is the world's largest industry event. Am I right? It is. Yep. So the first day on the 15th, is that the investor conference? Is that specific to uh, kind of a niche group where you can listen to what's going on for uh, lending, investing, finance. Is that what that day is about? Yeah. So November 15th is actually our pre-show forums day. So we have a few things going on, including the MJ Biz Finance Forum, which is exactly what you just mentioned. Um, we also have our Hemp and CBD Forum, um, our Science Symposium. And um, last but not least, we're launching a new marketing and branding forum this year. So Lots of deep dive workshops happen on Tuesday um, with the main show floor and kind of all the craziness really picking up on Wednesday. What role did you have during the pandemic for the online forum? Um, and how did that go? I, there's, there's a lot of folks that were really eager to get back in person. I'm not sure if it worked out numbers wise, uh, you know, with online, but walk us through that whole process during the pandemic. <laughs> Man, that was a crazy time. I feel like that was, you know, 10 years was, you know, one year there. But um, during 2020, you know, obviously, um, we were in a position where the convention center, you know, by local government was closed, so we could not hold our event. And so we switched to an online model. And 
honestly, we, we did get pretty good feedback. You know, we had some good engagement. We had sessions, you know, and speakers from all over the world participating in that. Lots of networking. And then we had online um, marketplace. So not quite your your 3D avatar virtual event world, but more of um, an, what we would call like an Amazon experience um, where you could shop and learn more about our exhibitors. Our virtual so I would say overall, like it was, it was definitely a nice stopgap. It helped um, keep the, the community together, keep things, you know, discussions moving when we couldn't be physically. But in 21, we were fortunate enough to be able to be back in person um, last October. And we just added a digital component to that event. So you could either attend in person, which most people did, um, but you know we still were dealing with travel restrictions last October and uh, it was a great option to, we had live stream content and some even um, pre-show forums that were done solely online. Actually, I, so I mentioned that on the 15th, that was like the first day, but don't you yeah. have something before? Isn't there a thing for like groups, like nonprofits or whatever that can, yeah. uh, you can host that? What's that all about? What's uh -huh. that called? So that's the Associations Day program. Um, that is also on the 15th. It runs all day. So um, we invite um, many different associations, both national and um, state, local associations, to come in and it's free, open to anyone who's attending MJBizCon, just to get to see what these associations, what great work they're doing, see how you can get involved. But that will run all afternoon on Tuesday the 15th. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was there a couple of years ago for the Cannabis Alliance talking about uh, cannabis cafes and what we need mm -hmm. to do to move forward and, and push that bill. Um, and I've also seen Podcast Row, where you're able mm -hmm. to uh, produce uh it's, it's very loud, obviously, as you can imagine. So you guys are, are, are providing a booth or space for podcasters, anybody who wants to rent that space. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yep. If you have a podcast and you'd like to um, record live from the show, just you know, reach out, let us know. We can help arrange that for you. Mm -hmm. The reason I kind of like going to, to the event every year is to basically get a gauge of where the industry is going. There's a lot of regional events that people really enjoy, but I think as a, a national or even global event, this is the one you kind of want to go and set four to six hours to try and see every booth if you can to get a gauge on where the industry is at or where it was or where it's going. Because the people that are there are kind of giving you, I guess, an idea or foresight into um into the industry. There's still a lot of, um, you know, LEDs and, and, and dirt and, um, traditional companies, but the ones that kind of give you, uh, that insight as to where the industry is going, they're there as well. Um, so I've, I've seen a lot of really interesting stuff. Christopher, have you, have you gone, have you had a chance to check that, check out, uh, MJ BizCon? Absolutely. I think, uh, as far as I've known, ever since I've been involved in the industry, it's sort of the, the, it's the, the one industry event that people pick first and then when they're doing their yearly planning, they pick, you know, BizCon is a absolutely, and then all the rest of them are optional after that. So I, that's kind of where it's BizCon and then, and then kind of everywhere else. I, I think that one of the great things too, is that everyone comes to it. So if you have clients or uh, people, your work partners that you're working with on in any part of the country or the world, really, they're likely to be there anyway. So it's a really great, convenient, efficient, a way to get together. You see people you haven't seen for a while. You see old friends, you know, and it's a great environment, really great environment. Fantastic. I can't tell you how much uh, that fills my soul to hear you say that, but, you know, we do look at it as like, a, it's a big responsibility. You know, we're just here trying to, you know, make connections for people, give them that forum to, 
you know, grow their businesses. And so everything we do and everything new that we launch every year is trying to keep up with that and listening to feedback that we get so that it is, it continues to be useful for everybody to be there. So, but I'm glad to hear that you find it beneficial. That's awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. (laughs) You know, I'm very curious, Jess, if you don't mind, I ask. Um, Mm -hmm. So you talked about the marketing uh, marketing day, let's say, or whatever on the, on that first day. And that's a new, uh, a new entry or a new, uh, uh, thing that you're doing. Um, so I'm a marketing consultant, so I'm very interested in, in this kind of thing. And people in my industry are going to wonder, how do I get involved? Are there uh, sort of breakout sessions like there are in the regular conference? And if so, what kind of topics are you looking to, for people to cover? Um, what are the, you know, perhaps maybe even what are some of the hot topics that you know are coming up? Yeah, um, this came from just tons of feedback that we're getting. And it's a really interesting thing, a little anecdote before I get into that. But um, a couple of years ago, like we had our first marketing and branding session. I would say this was probably 2018. And I have to say, like the attendance was pretty light in the room. And then we did it in 19 and it was packed. 21 did it again. And we did multiple sessions all standing room only. So like you can see the shift that's happening in the industry. We're now like, you know, cannabis leaders, we need to focus on what is our brand? How are we positioning in the market? And then the next step of that is how am I going to do that when I am, you know, so hamstrung by all of these regulations? So what we're trying to do is put together a full day program. So it's, um, we're working out the exact details right now and we are call for speakers is currently open. So if anybody's interested, um, but what we're trying to do is, is really create that, like, what things should you be thinking about with as you're building your brand? How are you managing your brand? And then how are you amplifying your brand? How are you marketing and advertising? So I think it's going to be a really great program. You should definitely check it out. Oh, I will. Don't you worry. <laughs> I will be there. What's going to be some of the themes coming up? Um, it's three days, right? So there's, there's mm-hmm. several opportunities people can come in. And there's actually a lot of people who don't even come in. There's, uh, they use this as an opportunity to come in from all over the country, all over the world. And there's a lot of people out front, probably a couple hundred people that just congregate right out in front, as well as uh, just in their suites and, and make appointments all the time. Uh, but for those who are able to make it into the seminars and listen, what are going to be some of the themes during that three-day uh, conference? Gosh, yeah, that's a great question. There, there's a lot for sure. Um, I would say the big things front of mind are you know, how are we preparing for some form of legalization? You know, we're still seeing, um, you know, a lot of different states will have initiatives on their ballots this year. So um, we're a week or two after the election. It's going to be a hot and heavy topic for sure that's going to run throughout the event. Um, You know, as we were mentioning before, marketing and branding um, and really building your brand. I see that being huge. Um, Supply chain issues. You know, we are starting to hear some of that from some of our close, you know, friends in the industry that this is affecting people. So how are we, you know, coming out of the pandemic for some folks, it's you've had a massively successful couple of years, you know, with being deemed an essential business. And for others, now all of a sudden we're having these supply chain shortages and it's definitely impacting your business. So what are what are you going to be doing? How are you going to navigate that? Um, Those are just a few of the things Um, I think innovation will continue. That's something that um, we is, is a central theme throughout what's the new next thing on the horizon. Um, you know, for example, we will be covering psychedelics. I do know that that's, you know, uh, 
a topic that a lot of cannabis entrepreneurs are really interested in getting into. So we will be having some, some things on that too. Interesting. Uh, anything with the, the after parties. And I noticed last year, I don't think there was an official after party for MJ biz a little too early, maybe with uh, the, the pandemic and whatnot. Um, there is some push for consumption lounges in, in Vegas, in Nevada. Um, do you foresee having an after party that's, that's sponsored with a consumption lounge? That is a great question. Um, we've been talking to um, a lot of folks on the ground in Clark County about um, how this consumption lounges are going to roll out and how we can help support them and bring it in as part of the conference. So there'll be more to come on that. Um, there, I know the that committee is meeting again in June in Clark County, so we'll probably hear more over the summer. But uh, that's that's currently something that is front of mind, but not um, not officially uh, in stone yet. Right, you got to have some regulatory hurdles on that. <laughs> yeah. <right>? yeah. <laughs> she said stone, dude. Uh, I heard just recently, or just even this, it may have been this morning or yesterday came out, a, a different conference has offered, cons uh, it, it may be a medical conference, but um, the, 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 the news bit was that they were going to allow consumption for patients. And that was a very hot topic. So, I mean, that's a whole different sort of category of people, not just people who just kind of want to get high, but people who need it for whatever their condition are. So, uh, condition is, so is... Uh, Perhaps that's a way to go about this. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's the other piece of this, which we have great partners in the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority uh, who run the convention center. And it's something that we've been talking to them, um, you know, regularly. And since we've been in the convention center, which uh, was our first year, there was 2017. Um, currently, cannabis products are not permitted for use, um, THC specifically. In, uh, in the convention center, but, you know, we're hoping that one day that'll change. And what about having um, actual product at booths or whether it's for sale or for trade or for promotion or how, I know that's been a topic as well. What, where are we on that now? Yeah, it's, it's about the same. Um, those policies come out of the LVCVA um, and everyone's being very mindful about it. It's, it's not that there's a lack of interest um, it's just more of how do we do this and, you know, both make sure we're doing it safely and um, also in a way for us that we maintain, you know, the very professionalism and business integrity of the show, which is something that has always been very important to us. We want it to be a place where you can bring an investor on the floor and, you know, show them around and tell them about how this business is really transforming, you know, both the economy and you know, just society as a whole. And it's not, you know, the necessarily the, the bad, you know, stigma or stereotypes that it, you know, maybe once was. So we, we are really mindful of that. But in the meantime, um, it's something that comes out of the convention center policies. Yeah. Are they the ones that had the policy about uh, the D8 during that champs? Do you know of uh, when during champs there was yeah. D8 that was being displayed because you can't display flower at all but they were actually mm -hmm. selling and or giving away D8 mm -hmm. uh, so was that an issue with uh, the convention center or do you know you know I'm I, I'm not sure exactly what happened I'm aware of of that incident um, I don't know the ins and outs of it what I can tell you though just from being a show operator in the convention center is that Delta products like that are not permitted mm-hmm so I, anything beyond that, I'm not sure, though, what happened. 
Interesting. Okay. Um, what are some other issues as an event planner at that scale? That's a huge event. What are some things that we don't necessarily see on the front side that you have to deal with or put up with? You don't have a bunch of drunks, so that's that's good, <laughs> like a concert or something like that. I don't think there's a lot of injuries or or health issues. So what are some of maybe the, the, the hurdles or uh, issues that you have to deal with that at that scale? <laughs> it's a great question. You know, uh, we have a joke that we should uh, we should have like a behind the scenes reality show of MJ BizCon. And we think we think we can get some viewers on that. But, um, you know, I think just as being an event planner in general, there's the only thing you can count on is that things are not going to go according to plan. So, um, you know, there's just being very like agile or, or nimble because things could change really quickly. And being in cannabis specifically, you always have to have a plan of, you know, what could change with regulations, even three days before your show that you have to be, you have to adapt to. And, um, you know, while we're always planning for things like, you know, I wonder what's going to happen if, you know, federal legalization happens right before the show, like what, what does that translate to, you know, from a, in an experience on site. So we're always thinking about things like that, but probably the most like applicable example was gosh running an event last year during you know still in the height of the pandemic regulations around are we masking are we not masking are we you know what type of with the building there's certain um, sanitation standards that you have to maintain um, now as part that came out of covid so those were changing regularly and just making sure that we were being as transparent and you know communicating clearly and effectively with all of our audience leading up to it I mean that was that was a lot that we put very um a lot of emphasis on because we wanted to make sure everyone knew what was happening and kind of where we were coming from because you know just in our daily lives things were changing so much Mm -hmm. safe smart and stony uh (laughs) if people want to get more information about MJ BizCon where can they find that at where you at yeah so um mjbizcon.com um, and check it out in the next couple of weeks. There'll be some exciting announcements getting posted to the site, including um, registration opening. So you can sign up as well as some information around like what type of content we're doing. Some of the things that we talked about here today, um, you'll be able to find more information there and definitely sign up for our, um, our newsletter, MJ BizCon Buzz, you can do that through our site too, but it'll give you all the behind the scenes uh, information once a week on um, what's happening behind the scenes with the show. Awesome. I'm at social media, MJ Biz, I assume all that good Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Yep. All right. That's real all right. Quick. Do you mind if yep. I ask a real quick question? Uh, a lot of times we'll have a big event like this and a headliner will be some kind of celebrity. Any mm-hmm. uh, hints about uh, celebrity involvement? Anything you might be able to tease us with? I can't right now, but I can tell you that there will be an announcement soon that I think everyone will be really excited about. Madonna. <laughs> All right. It's a 420 Madonna, mandatory break. So <laughs> got to take a mandatory break at 420. But I want to thank uh, Jess Tyler. She's the Senior VP of Events and Sales at MJ Biz and MJ BizCon. Jess, thanks again for being with us. Thank you so much. Appreciate Thank it. You, Jess. All right. Good luck. Take Green care, Rush 420 break right now. We'll be back though. Don't miss it. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com.
Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like, their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.